Welcome back to the 5 O'Clock Podcast. My name is Zach, and this week we are joined once more by Mr. Gil Smash. What's up? Eh, you know. Stuff. Things. <laughs> My standard intro, I guess, now that I think about What's it. What's up? I can't really think of much to, like, up, to, s- to start with. It's, you know, you kind of just got to go. got to do it. Gotta get on in there. Every once in a while, you, like, throw a, run- a wrench in the mix, and, and I'm... Sometimes pleasantly surprised, and sometimes I'm just like, God damn it, Gil. <laughs> well, you know, what can I say? I, apparently, just, apparently just up. <laughs> I am what I am, and that's all that I am. Um, I can see that I'm excited for these beers we have ahead of us. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Um, kids at home this week, we're doing double IPAs. Uh, I know we've done double IPAs probably like a year, maybe two ago. Um, we've got some new ones that we've never done on the show before. Uh, one from Sierra Nevada, which is Hot Bullet. Brand spanking new. This is their new, uh, spring seasonal. Um, last year was, was last year the, the, the IPL? Or was that two years ago? Uh, I don't know. So going back a couple of years ago, Sierra Nevada did a thing called Beer Camp, where it's 12 beers with 12 different breweries. Uh, really cool. It was a mixed 12-pack, um, and every single one was a collaboration with a different brewery from places like Russian River and all sorts of places like that. So it was some stuff that you couldn't normally get, uh, which was cool. And one of them was Ballast Point, uh, and they did an IPL. And that became their spring seasonal for a little while. And the whole concept was eventually they were going to do a twist on their Beer Camp beers. It's a spring seasonal. So last year when they did it, they did... Uh, uh, four different beers from 12 breweries where all four breweries worked together to create one or something along those lines. They brewed them at the Sierra facility. Um, and I think they did another beer camp beer for last year's spring seasonal, but I don't really remember exactly what it was. But this year they decided to just say, screw it and do an 8% alcohol double IPA. Love it. Uh, and so I have loved every hoppy beer I've ever had from Sierra Nevada. They make uh, pretty much every beer I've ever had from Sierra. I honestly don't think I've ever had a beer that's bad from them. They don't make bad beer. They don't. It's no. like they're they're too big to screw something up. And I feel like every beer they make that's packaged ends up being like, you know, you're not going to like create all this packaging for nationwide distribution of an inferior product. So, I'm excited about that one. Um, We've also got Gang of Blades double IPA from Burial uh, out of North Carolina. North Kakalaki. North Kakalaki. They also don't make bad beer. No, no, their stuff is all good. uh, We've done some of their stuff on that North Carolina episode. We did the Skillet Donut beer, which was delicious. Uh, Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, We've also got uh, from Lawson's Finest Liquid Sip of Sunshine. Which they just call IPA, but it's 8%, so it's a double. And then the final one is uh, a triple IPA from Thinback. Which, which is, is not a thing. Yeah. It's not a thing. Yeah. It's BJCP like 10, guidelines, okay, that's yeah. not a But thing. they also say that over 7.5% alcohol is a double IPA. Bronx Brewery does a single IPA at 7.6. What the hell, Bronx? Regardless. Uh, 10% alcohol triple slash double IPA called caviar and it actually specifically says no fish were harmed nor caviar used in this beer so that's good okay I, I, I don't think chunky fish balls in here would be very good it's not fish balls it's fish eggs well yeah I know it's fish I meant like little <laughs> little fishy balls as in little round things that taste like fish because that's kind of salty get little, little salty balls in there do you like fish sticks <laughs> You didn't answer my question, goddammit. I'm not going to, okay, so... Fine. Ooh. Gay fish. Interesting. Mm. I'm drinking a new Glarus Spotted Cow right now as a side beer. It's fine. <laughs> I've yeah. never had new Glarus before. 
Yeah, because they only sell in Wisconsin. It's crazy. Wisconsin. They're, like, they're like one of the biggest breweries in the country, and they only sell in one state. It's yep. ridiculous. Yeah. But either way, it's fine. Yeah, we have a case of it. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to like all the other ones a lot better. Yeah, I would imagine so, since you tend to like IPAs more than most things. I do. And none of these are like hazy juice bomb bullshit, besides maybe the Finback. I'd imagine the Finback is probably hazy juice bomb bullshit. Eh, we'll figure it out. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I told Gil that I wanted to do an episode on double IPAs uh, for the kids at home, and he said, we're, we're not doing New England style. And I said, okay, well, that's... It's going to limit what we can do because well, you said let's do local, and I said please no, I don't want to do I don't want to do local because that's going to be New England style. Yeah, um, I mean all, all the like little tiny local breweries. That's all it is. Like we had those OG uh, Greenport Harbor beers. Have you had those? Yeah, they're really good. they're good, but like it just eats like sweet and like there's like lactose and flaked oats and lupulin hey, powder hey, and just hey. you will not speak ill of the Greenport. I can and I will. I think they taste exactly the same as all of the other ones out there. I love their normal stuff. I would drink an other side over those OG ones any day because it's got nice bitterness and it's like real and just good. They're, uh, uh, what did they have? It was Haze Grenade. I haven't had that, but I'm sure I wouldn't think it was anything special. It was really good. And they're they're good. It's not like I'm drinking and I'm like, ugh, I don't want to drink this. It's just like, like, yeah, that's like if you put like 20 of them next to each other, they'd all taste the fucking same. I was also debating on getting like just double dry hopped IPAs, but then I realized that that was also going to be pretty much the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. We were drinking double dry hopped Graham last night. It was fine. Too sweet. Yeah. It was very sweet. Got that hop dust. Sprinkle a little lupulin powder in at the end. That just reminds me of that Dave Chappelle skit. All right, Johnson, let's sprinkle some crack on him and get out of here. (laughs) Moving on. Um, (laughs) I feel like we should start with the Sierra. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Okay. Sierra uh, Burial Lawson's Finback? Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Uh, the only thing with those is you have to line it up with one of the, like, the pinched parts. One of the... Oh. Uh, Gil's referring to... So, I have a katana in my hand. Um, it's not actually a katana, but it's a katana bottle opener. I'll probably throw this up on the Instagram uh, at 5 o'clock podcast. Um... <laughs> But Gil was saying that you have to kind of like line it up with the tooth of the uh, uh, the bottle cap. So, anyway, without further ado, let's uh, let's crack into this guy. There you are, sir. Look at that! Look at that clarity right there. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. Cheers. Sorry to drink some. God damn it, Gil. Yeah, that's... It's nice. Yeah. Dank. It's a little dank. Yeah. I don't really know what, um... Hops? Hops? Oh, God, it's got lupulin dust in it. (laughs) Damn it. Uh, It says, Hop Bullet Double IPA features a new technique. We're hitting the beer with a double-barreled slug of magnum hops and lupulin dust, the source of hop flavor and aroma, right into the fermenter for a ballistic burst of aggressive hop character. Um, Is that new, though? What? I said, is that new, though? I knew... No. I don't know. (laughs) That sounds like dry hopping to me, but... (laughs) We're We're putting hops... Oh, we're doing this crazy new thing. We're putting hops in the beer. It's going to be crazy. It's going to blow your mind. Uh, it's good. It's very drinkable yeah. and delicious. They don't really have like a regular double IPA. I guess 
Hoptimum. Yeah. Yeah. With I, hop, I I, so. Which actually has one of like the best labels out there. The like fancy guy that's a hop head. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's like a hop dude in a suit. Hop dude. Hop dude. We should brew a beer called Hop Dude. Hop <laughs> Dude. We uh we were at a Pat bar Denning. last night. Um we were talking about something and uh some lady was like, Oh yeah, they make that really good fat boy beer and it's like, Excuse me, ma'am, <laughs> I take offense to that. And I just leaned in and said, What did you call me? What the hell did you just call me, woman? I tell you what. I tell you what, what? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. It's super light. It does not taste like 8%, though. It does not. No. Top me off, good sir. I can do that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it, it'll get you drunk. <laughs> it gets you drunk. It's also, uh... Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson. Hi, I'll take a water. I'll take a Sam Adams. I'll take a Samuel Jackson's. <laughs> You know what? Make that two. Me three. <laughs> oh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, Samuel Jackson's! It gets you drunk! <laughs> His new stuff is very good. It is. We'll probably end up watching that after this. So. Uh... <laughs> uh. That was like the he talks about in one of the new ones where he talks about how like everyone is doing his thing and he was like Amy Schumer, Key and Peel, whatever else. And I mean like sketch comedy's been around for a while, but at the same time, it is a like Key and Peel is exactly his thing, yep. but not as like natural. Like their sketches are hilarious and there's some really good ones, but their in between, like in between the sketches are so just like painfully scripted. Like, this whole back and forth where it's supposed to be, like, light banter is not light banter. And whereas Dave Chappelle does, like, a little stand-up routine, and it's, like, feels, like, off the cuff and, yeah. like, original and interesting, and he wants to be there. But that's neither here nor there. We're talking about Dave Chappelle a lot for this double IPA episode. I'm okay with it. He's, uh... I'm glad he's back in the, the spotlight. Welcome back, Dave. Welcome back, Cotter. Welcome back. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> uh, sip of sunshine? Sure. Yeah. I remember the first time I had this. Um, I was about to do the episode for Down East uh, with Max, who used to be, I want to say their sales manager over there. Yes. Um, Max Kielsen, super nice guy. And, like, just to... Thank you. You know, typically for people that are new on the show like new guests I like to have a drink with them like just chit chat that and the other thing cheers cheers and I told him like that's kind of what the plan is and he shows up at my office with a can of this and it just blew my mind because I'd never had it before and Lawson's wasn't regularly available in the city at that time and now it's all over the place which is great because it's an awesome beer it's pretty legit First time I ever had this beer uh, was definitely after you. Um, it was over the summer. I was at this tiny, tiny little restaurant in uh, the Catskills, and just randomly they had Lawson's like in their fridge. They had like no beers on draft and like four beers by the can, and one of them just happened to be Lawson's Sip of Sunshine. So I was like, oh my God, I'll take that. And my whole family was like, oh, like you seem excited. Like, what is that? And so my dad, my brother, and my sister all got Lawson's as well. And everyone's like, wow, this is really good. And I'm like, yeah, this is like up until very recently was impossible to find. Yeah. And so it's cool to find it there. Yeah, I I like this better than the Sierra. 
This lupulin-laden IPA is packed with juicy tropical fruit character, bright floral aromas, and a delectable layers of hop flavor. Pour mindfully, inhale deeply, and enjoy a tropical vacation in a glass. It's definitely better than the Sierra. But also, I, I think... Hands down. I think, um... It's smoother. It is a little sweeter, which can get interesting. It's slightly hazier. No, it's got more grapefruit for sure. Yeah, and the I don't think the I don't think the Sierra's thin. I think it's lighter though. Yeah, like the the sip of sunshine is a little bit more robust. It's got a little bit more body. Um, They're relatively similar. I will say that much. I think the Sim Sunshine's in, a little in, better. In what respect? Uh, in the fact that they're both 8% double IPAs with lots of hops added to them. Yeah, I'm just really... In, like, it's The Sip of Sunshine is a lot fruitier, though. It has like a, a pretty pronounced like grapefruit rind Aroma kind of thing, and flavor. Because it's got like the bitterness, but it doesn't taste like assertively bitter. It's kind of like that grapefruit bitterness where you're like, mm. oh, this is nice. Um, yeah. It's good. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, what do you think about moving on to this uh, burial? I say we do it. I say we do it. I tell you what. I will tell you what. Ooh, that, was a, that was a nice can pop. I know, right? Okay, pouring them into the ceramic solo cups. I had a friend who almost worked for burial. She was going to go work in their tap room. She gave me some burial stuff last time I saw her. It's very nice. Does she... So she does work in their tap room? She used to work for Union, um, and then she moved to Wyoming, and then she moved back to... Cheers. Cheers. To North slash South Carolina. Kakalaki? Mm-hmm. South Kakalaki? Hmm. A little old. Yeah. Now you can taste it right you off You can taste that. that, like, marmalade thing. I had this, like, three it's, it's weeks ago. It's like a caramel... Actually, I had this about a month ago, Yeah, and it was delicious, and it's definitely the same vintage, so this has probably sat in a warm room for a month, like in breakage, Mm. and that has not been kind to it. It's good. It was really good before. It was phenomenal before. Yeah. Now, here's the thing that, like, I, I get the whole marmalade thing, but for me, like, I'm getting, like, caramel. Well, yeah, just, I mean, the hops kind of go away, so the malt is more pronounced. Which, if this was um, fresh, it's nice to have, like, some malt backbone type thing going on to balance everything out. But since it's not fresh, it's not as nice. (laughs) It kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, uh, Moon River. Is that what it reminds you of? No, not at all. Okay. Yeah. Reminds me of that. Oh. Okay. Uh, anyway, it kind of reminds me of, you know, uh, Vine Stefaner made, um, uh, is it Vine Stefaner or is it Vine Stefan? I think if it's just the beer, it's Vine Stefan, but maybe if it's the brewery, it's Vine Stefaner. We'll go with one of those. Uh, they came It'll out with Vine a, they came out with a pale ale. Did they? They did. That's weird. Yeah. Well, because it basically tasted like a West Coast IPA that they forgot to put the hops in. Yeah. So it was, like, really malty and really sweet. Well, do you ever have the, uh, the, um, Guinness IPA? Nitro IPA? 
I would much prefer a nitro hot devil. Guinness for like just sorry guys, but just fucking just you, you just gotta to stick Guinness. to making stouts, and yep. then it just if your business starts lagging, you that's you you dug your own hole. Or do or like a barrel aged stout, or you know, yeah, or, or, or yeah, or, or even like a, a not nitro stout. Pull like um, there are a whole bunch of stouts you could do that. Pull you know, left hand thing and make some like coffee stouts and yeah. like Guinness, Guinness. If they did Guinness coffee. I would actually be interested to try that. I would buy that. Yeah. But if you do Guinness Blonde no. and Guinness IPA, Mm-mm. I don't want either of those. No, ma'am. Nothing about your Irish dry stout makes me think that you would be good at making an IPA. No. And we were right. It was terrible. I remember I bought a six-pack of that like three years ago. Thinking, Why? Uh, I don't know. You know, young and dumb. I, uh, <laughs> I, I have no excuse. I have no excuse. <laughs> I have no excuse for my actions. Oh, hi. Uh, yeah, Chase Bank. I'd like to reverse a charge of my credit card. Uh, <laughs> this beer was terrible. <laughs> I'd like to dispute a charge. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I, I really didn't mean to buy that that beer, that six-pack. Uh, I was drunk, and it seemed like a good idea at the time. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'll, I'll get right on that, sir. Wait. Get, oh, you, you say it was Guinness Nitro IPA? <laughs> oh, yes. We'll take care of that right away. <laughs> Uh, I can't drink anymore. No. I took another sip and was it's, like, why? It's old AF. It's like three months old. It tastes three months old. Like, in that... Ah, I wish there was... Uh, and, you know, with with how prevalent uh, genetic engineer... <laughs> with, where, where are you going with this? <laughs> with, with how prevalent genetic engineering is, I hope that someday they'll make a hop that doesn't degrade... It's not gonna happen. I know. The only the only way great that if I could just ha- like have a double IPA sitting in my fridge and a year later pull it out and it's perfect. Well, I wonder if so. I was reading a thing about why Firestone with their new Nitro Merlin cans, um, why they're using this like the, the new technology where they are putting like a large drip of liquid nitrogen in each of the cans as they go down the canning line hmm. and. That's their way of, like, nitrogenating the beer. And so you pour it hard like you do a normal one. I think you might even shake it up a little bit and then pour it. You do it, like, how you do with the left hand. Yeah. and the, the, Wait, but do they, like... Not like that. It's canned, too. Um, yeah, no, no, no. I've, I've had it before. Well, so... I just never had anybody explain the technology So I know that, uh, that nitrogen does not like to live in suspension in beer. CO2 absorbs readily into liquids. Nitrogen, not so much. So... Apparently, if you're doing, like, a nitrogen keg as, like, a small brewery, you... I was talking to uh, my old manager, Ben, about this. He said he worked for a brewery in Canada, like, 20 years ago, 10 years ago, whatever. He was working there, and the way they did a nitro beer was they literally pressurized it to, like, 400 PSI in a keg or something crazy high, and then shook it for, like, five minutes, just, like, rocking the keg back and forth as much as they could, and then they would pressurize it again. And that was, like, you literally had to, like, shake the nitrogen to get it into suspension, and the liquid has to be cold, and you have to move it around, and all this crazy stuff, and so the way they do it in, like, a regular kegging line is apparently probably much more sophisticated. I uh, don't know for sure exactly what it is, but it's hard. So the... Um, nitro bottles from left hand are a mystery, but what other people do is they use a widget, and essentially what a widget does is it provides a space for the nitrogen to live. So when you pressurize the widget and put it in there, pressurize the can with nitrogen and can it, 
all the nitrogen is just inside of that widget, and it's basically a little ball of compressed gas floating in liquid. And then the second you open the can, it shoots out and is supposed to sort of like bubble up with everything else. Um, and that creates your beer. But Firestone, their whole thing is as little parts per million of oxygen in the beer because that's what causes it to degrade quicker. So by Using a widget, they couldn't meet their standards for parts per million of oxygen in the beer because it was just like the the canning technology wasn't there or the way you put the nitrogen in and then put the can top on, too much air got in or something along those lines. So what they did was they used that liquid nitrogen quick can whatever thing that they use now. Um, and apparently it works okay. I've heard it doesn't make quite as frothy of a nitro pour as some mm. other options, but I guess in theory, it also means that you have a beer that lasts longer. So I wonder if in a perfect world that does not exist, uh, if you canned something with zero parts per million of oxygen, whether or not that would like just totally change how hops degrade. Oh, so if you've got an IPA or a double IPA and there is zero, like... You're basically brewing in a vacuum. Exactly. And there's no oxygen. What's it? I'd be curious to... I'm I'm sure there's a mathematician out there right now who's crunching the the numbers and saying, Oh, yes, that's entirely plausible. (laughs) Because with Sierra, they have a crazy, probably the most expensive canning bottling line you can have. Super low. Firestone Walker, the same. Lawson's probably... eh. Burial probably is like a mobile canning line, which is pretty basic, which means that it's going to degrade faster than the other ones, I would imagine. Right. Um, And there there are other smaller breweries where, like, that's the problem. And a lot of those smaller ones, there's a lot of hype around them, which is why people don't typically hang on to those cans for that long, unless they're, like, trading from, like, West Coast to East Coast or vice versa. Um, But a lot of those, you know, rare, sought-after double IPA cans don't sit around long enough for it to be much of an issue. Yeah. And that's the thing is that's kind of what the whole point is. Um, But it's just something to think about, to ruminate over. I'm going to ruminate all day. I'm going to ruminate all over that. (laughs) I'm going to ruminate all over that. I'm going to bring that up in the the next conversation that I have with, uh, you know, somebody who hasn't listened to this podcast (laughs) and be like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to ruminate all over that. All over. I don't think they would understand the reference. No. They probably think that's disgusting. <laughs> Which is kind of the point, I guess, but... I feel like a lot of people also don't know what ruminate means. Well, all those people are dumb. And they probably voted for Trump. Yeah, well, you know, that's neither here nor there. Moving on! <laughs> the uh, piece de resistance is caviar from Finback, uh, which is up in Queens? Queens, right? Mmm... Mm. Oh, you know what? It probably says it right here on the can. It's probably Queens. Mm, yep. Brewed with care in Queens, New York. Brewed with, like, little to no care. <laughs> Just, we threw some shit in a pot and boiled it for a while, and, and people, you know... People keep buying it, so here we, we keep go. doing it that way. Right. Now, Finback makes delicious things. I'm a big fan of their stouts, actually. Oh, yeah. 
I was in uh, one of my accounts, Mudville, the other day, and he goes, Gil, how come you don't ever drink beers that aren't your uh, your distributor? And I was like, well, Mike, let me tell you. It's because I can't get them for free. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, well, then let me buy you a beer. And he bought me a Thinback IPA, and it was delicious. Yeah, they make good shit. Cheers. Cheers. Whoa. That's so sweet. Yep. Yeah, that's that's a lot. <laughs> Take that one down a notch. Although, it's a triple IPA, I mean, I guess. It's 10% APV. Like, um, normally when I associate too much sweetness in an IPA these days, it's because I'm like, someone went crazy with some lactose. Um, but this is probably just really high alcohol. Because, like, the first time I ever had Devil Dancer, have you ever had that? Hold me closer, Devil Dancer. <laughs> that's not... No, it's not the thing. Uh, founders, yeah, yeah, no, I've super sweet, yeah, super duper sweet because it's twelve percent. But actually, uh, on that note, the Devil Dancer thing you just said, yeah. have you seen the uh, the sequel to Kingsman? Yes, I I was oh my dying the part John where he's like masterful. he's like fighting the uh, the like robot dog, and then Elton John pops whoa, 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 whoa. in and just goes no no he pops into the scene and he goes Rocket Man. I was like, oh my god. Kids at home, if you haven't seen, uh, what is it called? Kingsman, the Golden, the Golden Circle. Circle. The first uh, one, just way better. Just stop listening now. I'll, I'll give you one second to pause before we spoil everything. Okay, now we're going to spoil <laughs> shit. Um, Elton John's in it. It's amazing. He's it's hilarious, and he like beats the shit out of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's a it's a great movie. Uh, the first one blew me away. I was so unexpected. Like I, I did not think it was going to be nearly as good as it was. I saw it also in um, AMC Prime, which is totally worth it. Giant IMAX screen, oh. seats that have the recliner thing, which is relatively like common these days. It seems like a lot of places have the recliner seats, which are amazing. But um, this one. Street. This yeah, so this one was the one on uh, Times Square, uh, and it has subwoofers built into the seats. Ooh. So there's a scene in Kingsman that has never really been that intense when I've watched it other times. It's a little stressful. It's the one where he's underwater and he's trying to get out, and you're like, "Oh my god, is he going to make it out? Is he going to drown? Who knows what's going to happen?" Uh, but the first time I saw it. You're sitting in this seat, and he's, like, swimming underwater, and everyone is, like... They, they, they wake up in a room, and it starts filling up with water, and they're in the middle of this sort of, like, test thing to figure out whether or not they're, they're secret agent material. Um, and so it's filling up with water. They're gradually running out of air, and, like, one guy who's, like, the leader guy, he, like, realizes, like, everybody, grab the shower hoses, like... And so it's, like, if you put, like, a shower hose... Um, down the, like, U-bend on a toilet. You can get to, like, airspace there and you can breathe out of it. So that's all their thing is to just, like, have sort of, like, a temporary solution. And then one guy decides that what he should do is, like, break down the wall and uh, the, the glass wall that he realizes is a two-way mirror and that'll, like, save all of them. So he does that. And the scene is intense. Um, you don't know if he's going to survive. I mean, you, you kind of do. He's the main character, so obviously he's going to. But... uh Every other subsequent viewing of that movie has been intense, uh, but, you know, it's like, oh, that's crazy. I never would have thought that. And, like, you know, you're doing the whole holding your breath thing. It's like, oh, my God, you couldn't hold your breath for two minutes. But when I saw it that first time in AMC Prime, the subwoofers in the seats were doing his heartbeat. Ah. So it was going boom, boom. Oh, God. 
boom, boom, in the beginning. And by the end, when he's like pounding on the glass, it's going. And I was like sitting there, like, oh my God, is he going to make it out of here? Like, what's going to happen? And I was just heartbeat in your loins. My God, it was insane. I came out of that movie after the scene where. You were just sweating profusely. He's like at the end and he gets to that like prison cell that's holding like the Scandinavian princess. And she goes. Like, if you save the world, you can fuck me in the asshole. I was like, this movie is the best thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> it was like that, the church scene, all that. Me and my friend Antonio came out of that and we're just like, God damn, that was good. Like, holy shit, I had so much fun. It is very rare to just have, like, come out of a theater like, yeah, it's not going to win any awards. It's not going to win, like, best actor, best picture, whatever. But God damn, if it is not a well-done, just, like, fun-filled action thrill ride. How did you feel about Star Wars? I haven't seen the new one. <gasps> I know. I've, I, I've heard a lot about it, but... What have you heard? Just, I've heard that movie reviewers like it, because as a movie, it is well done. Acting is good. Story is well constructed. The special effects are good. The whatever else is blah, blah, blah. But as a Star Wars fan, apparently it's like the biggest travesty, and everyone wants it like wiped from the canon... And I don't know. Is it like Luke Skywalker's gay and what? his like adopted stepchild is a wizard and there's the USS Enterprise comes in and starts giving Vulcan death grips to people. I assume all this. I should happen. have just said nothing. <laughs> No, I, I basically what I've heard is that there's something that happens in the movie that is so far removed from the like canon and the abilities that Jedi have that people want it essentially stricken from the record so that that's not something that's supposed to ever happen. All right, so Gil and I are just going to go watch the movie after we're done recording <laughs> just so we can, you know, put this to bed. Anyway, um what what are you Back to beer. What's your favorite? Lawson. Yeah, me too. Second. Hot Bullet. Yeah, me too. Third. Finbag. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> we should have gotten more beer. The Finbag's good. Um, it's good. On, but on it's... second taste, I like it better, but I think 8% is I'm a glad magical that we're number. splitting this can because. Oh, that'd be hard to drink. It's a lot. It's 10%. Like, it's six, 16 ounce or. Pounder. Pounder, I don't even know her. <laughs> I'm so ashamed of myself. The second you said Pounder, though, I looked over at you and I was like, <laughs> expecting something else to come out of that. And it did. It worked. It was exactly what I wanted. I never uh, disappoint, Kill. Goddamn. I'm, no, here, I'm here for your enjoyment. Besides the burial, which is too old, all of yeah. them were delicious. The burial, which I had before, I was... I feel like that would have been my favorite, though. Had it been a fresh can, I because I've had it fresh, and that beer is really fantastic. Good. Um, but, you know... But then again, I mean, Lawson's is like a hundred on Beer Advocate, whatever. Like, Is it really? I think so. Jesus Christ. Jesus Craw. I don't know. I'm going to search it. On your internet machine? Hi, Gil. I'm your assistant, here to help you throughout your day. Here are some things you can try saying to get started. How can I help? Lawson's Finest Liquids Sip of Sunshine. 
Is that Alexa? Oh, thank you. She sounds like Alexa. No, it's a uh, Google Assistant. Oh, and and my Alexa is lighting up behind you. <laughs> God. Um, Skynet all over again. 4.58 out of 5. I, they don't have the number anymore like they used to. Oh, like out of 100? Yeah. Alexa. What is Lawson's Finest Liquid's Sip of Sunshine rated on Beer Advocate? Sorry, I don't know that. God damn it. Let's see. She's useless. What is Lawson's... I'm your oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> we already figured this whole thing out. What is Lawson's Sip of Sunshine rated on Beer Advocate? You can't just read it to you. It searched it, but it, 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 it's, it's it's not contextual, Zach. I'm very disappointed with this technology. <laughs> just gonna throw it all out. No, no, no rating out of a hundred. It's no, it's four point five out of five. That's pretty good. It's it's the fifty third yeah. best beer on Beer Advocate. What's number one? Alexa, <laughs> what's the highest rated beer on Beer Advocate? Sorry, I don't know that one. You are useless. Uh, I can find out. There's uh, apparently lots of trading going on with this beer, which is weird to me because who, like, I, I don't know, you ship a can of this, it's going to be weird and not you great. You can get a... This is like three bucks a can at Whole Foods. Heidi Topper still number three. Damn. Kentucky Brunch Brand Stout by Toppling Goliath. I think that's been number one for a while now. Really? Yeah. Oh. I've never had any Toppling Goliath before. It's very hard to find. I've had some. It's pretty good. Pseudo Sue? I mean, we had... Uh, I've had Double Dry Hop Pseudo Sue, which is fantastic. We had, uh, like, what was my, like, ultimate unicorn beer... Not that long ago. I mean, a year and a half ago, I guess. But uh, Dark Lord, just so so disappointing. So unbelievably disappointing. I still never had, uh, I've still never had Pliny the Younger. I've never had any Pliny. I've had Pliny the Elder a couple times now. Very good. No Younger. Mm. Younger's hard. What is Good Morning? I don't know. Treehouse. Oh, Treehouse is great. So, but most of what they do is just, your uh, so I, I, New England style IPA. I saw a very interesting article about stouts the other day, and about, it's about beer in general, kind of. But it was like ten years ago. Uh, the beer advocate list was simple, and it was like the number one beer was uh, Kate the Great by um, Portsmouth Brewing, which doesn't even exist anymore. Okay, and it was an imperial stout, just straight up stout, barley malt hops. Wait, malt hops water. <laughs> Barley and it was, it was just a, a container of dried <laughs> goods. It was a coffee can that was filled you, with You pour boiling water into it afterwards. Uh, Beer, no. just to add water. Water, malt, hops. There were CO2 tablets that they threw in there, too. Yeah, it was delicious. No, water, malt, and hops. Uh, super basic, like, you know, German purity law shit right there. That's, that's some Reinheitsgebot shit right there. Uh... And every other beer on the list was like that. There was like something like twelve imperial stouts in the list of the top 
10 beers or, or no yeah there's 12 beers in the top 10 it's crazy your math uh, skills are <laughs> second to none Gil I think it was 12 imperial stouts in the top 100 maybe was what the thing was okay. but essentially it was all these beers and like there was like um, there was Kate the Great I think there was Old Rasputin Speedway Stout was the only one on the whole list that had anything added besides it and it was just coffee um, none of them were barrel aged none of them had anything weird going on they were just like stouts they were like big imperial stouts and now if you look at it the top ones are like coffee and chocolate and vanilla and marshmallows and barrel aged in like seven different barrels like and just it's excessive crazy. yeah it's very excessive. So, in my mind, North Coast Old Rasputin is still one of the best goddamn beers in the world. It's fucking ridiculous how good it is. I love it. And I would probably drink that nine out of ten times over Evil Twins next, like, put as many ingredients in a beer as you can possibly make. And I'm not saying they're bad, because they are pretty good. But it's just like, it's like the same thing with Dark Lord, was that when we finally had it, it was like, maybe leave out the Mexican sugar or whatever it was, because it's it so, so goddamn busy. sweet. It was so just, busy. There's so there many so things happening. But, I don't know. Excuse me. I'm like, I'm dying over here, burping a lot. <laughs> Are you alright, man? <sighs> yes. I'm good now. Oh, Okay. Just as we're like ending the episode, you're like, you know what? I'm I'm fine. <laughs> right right now, I'm I'm good. I mean, this felt like shit the rest of the episode. But you know what? Right now, I had like breakfast feel, at like 10 a.m. and then drank a bunch of double IPAs. I feel really good about signing off. <laughs> I do. Oh, okay. My diction is perfect. I thought you were gonna take that in a different direction, no. but no, uh, uh, just enunciation, pronunciation. Okay, diction. 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 Anyway. Gil, thanks so much for coming by. No problem. Yep. Uh, so Gil and I are going to go watch Star Wars, but kids at home, <laughs> uh, you can find Gil on the Instagrams at Gil underscore smash. You can find me on the tweets and on the Instagrams and on untapped at five o'clock podcast. Uh, you can find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, pretty much any place you download podcasts. Please leave us a review. And if you want to send any love letters, any uh, messages, requests, uh, recommendations, etc. Dick pics. Dick pics. Uh, email me at 5 o'clock pod at gmail.com. Thanks again for downloading. We'll see you next time.